2: You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Welcome to Riffin' with Raff and AD, coming to you live from the
3: Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Now, here's former Huskers, Chris Raff and Aaron Davis. Guess what, everybody? We're back again. ripping with Raff and AD. It's Wednesday night. It's the quickest two hours of the week. And oh my goodness, Aaron Davis has returned. It's good to see you,
0: brother man. It's It's been a while. Man, here I am, the one that you love. I know the rest of the words, man. Harrison, that song was out way before you was born, baby. It was Air Supply who sung that song, no baby. It was Air Supply, but I'm back. It feels good. Uh, you know what, man? The thing about it, the past couple weeks... Of just traveling, people are crazy. I'm just gonna call it out: people are crazy in airports. And our, our guest tonight, Jay Gates, who's our—he's just part of the, uh, the, the the ticket family, though. Jay Gates, former Nebraska Husker, '97 national championship team. Gates travels a ton as well. Jay, would you say that's true, man? The airports, man. Well, I agree. People are crazy, and it's <laughs> not just at the airports. I think, <laughs>
4: but airports airports are a special place for people watching. That I would definitely
0: agree with. It is, man, but it's been, um, air travel is much different than it was pre-COVID, man. Oh. You know, I mean, for a lot of different reasons, man. You know, uh, I'm not going to get into that, all that stuff tonight, but it's just good to be back on the ground and not, you know, toting a suitcase behind me and things of that nature. So it's good to be back in the fold. H-Bomb, what's up with you, big dog? You doing good? I know you're getting your headphones together, man. I enjoyed (laughs) your show uh, the other night, too, man. It was a Tuesday, no,
1: Monday night, right? Yeah, it was uh, Monday. What's wrong with Kevin Durant, man? He, he wants out of there really bad, but I don't think Joe Tsai is going to let him walk out. He's they're not getting any offers. He's, no, and so he's very likely to sit out training camp. But how much you care about that when you know you get most of your practice through the regular season, anyways? I think Joe Tsai is going to hold on pretty sturdy. He's not going to bend. But Kevin Durant will probably be on the Nets. Same with Kyrie Irving. They'll have to wait like as the season goes on to try to find something.
0: Let me ask you this. By them staying though, is there going to be more damage to the team because of the cancerous personalities in the uh, just as far as the attitudes he's bringing in with it? Do you think he's going to taint the whole team? Not taint, well that too, but do you think he'll taint everything just because it's, I don't want to be here
1: because we've seen that happen. I mean, honestly, like that's I'm not even going to put that one on my list. I'm going to hold on to him because say you get Kevin, get rid of Kevin Durant, okay, you still got to un- unload Kyrie Irving. And yeah. then you probably still gotta unload Ben Simmons if being a leader is so like truly up there. Right, right, You got two other guys with you know Kevin Durant that aren't necessarily great leaders either. I'm just holding on to the talent. You never know. Hopefully, it clicks together. But I definitely wouldn't force myself. You know, taking a bunch of rotational players and a bunch of picks because nah. there's just nothing out there for them.
0: You can't do it, man. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. We're going to talk more about that in the second hour, too. I definitely want to talk more on that and get on that. But, no, man, it's been a great two weeks on the road.
3: Oh, AD, I'm sorry. We uh, do not talk about basketball during football season. It's just
0: <laughs> – You know what, Chris? It's hey, just
4: hey, – <laughs> Why was- are you going to
0: do it like that, I- man? I
4: was exactly thinking, bruh. we are days away from sh- having our wives chill and <laughs> understand that it's football season, and you're talking about basketball. I you mean, know we what? got a lot of football. We're not talk talking
3: about, about. practice. Yeah. We ain't talking about practice. Yeah. We are talking about, about practice. It's about
4: to get real. We it's, can talk about practice. Yeah, we don't talk I was about at that Husker next. practice just at the other day. We can talk about Woo. practice,
0: but it's got to be football practice. It's got to be football. <laughs> but I just thought because H-Bomb, I wanted to give him, like I said, I wanted to give him kudos for Monday night, and I thought he brought up some great points with d Rap. We'll talk about that in a bit as well, though. Um it's been a lot going on the past two weeks as far as football in general, man. A lot of good things that are happening. We're 17 days, actually technically 16 days. day's basically over of, of kickoff in Dublin, Ireland. Uh, to see our beloved Huskers take on Northwestern Wildcats and see what happens there. Uh, Raph, let me ask you this, man. What is, what's most, and I don't want to get too deep into it because we're going to talk about the second hour. And I want you to hold this. And to the listeners out there, uh, feel free to call in or on the uh, Honda of Lincoln Hotline 402 464 Five six eight five, or send us a text on the starter Him a text line at four two four six four five six eight five. Chime in uh, as you would too. Your biggest concern coming into this year with the team—biggest concern. We don't have to answer it now, but just biggest concern because we want to get into our guest tonight with that. But Jay, I want you to as a, uh, a former player, I want you to think about that. Raph H bomb, your biggest concern coming into the season. I have a few of my own. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you do as well. So we'll definitely get into that. The reason why I said people are crazy, Jane, you, and you made a good point, not just in airports. Think about the number. I'm going to read this out to you. To your fans, I'm going to read this to you. This this took place in Washington. Okay, Washington State. And uh, what is going on now? I'm just going to read this to you. Warren Graver raised the whistle to play, to his lips midway through the second half. This is a soccer game. Brayson has shifted his focus from the sideline hysterics to the girls' soccer game. Uh, this was three years ago. And this is a veteran referee. Sunday afternoon under 16 tournament in Vienna, and Graver had just ejected an invictive spewing coach. Without warning or permission, two angry parents marched across the field to take the coach's place on the bench. Uncertainly griped Graver. Emotions were running high. There was no field marshal or senior official in the vicinity. It was the only time Graver can remember feeling fear as a referee. Now, think about that. Now, Jay, you're laughing because you think I wish, you know, I wish a brother would come up here, but think about this. He goes, it could have easily escalated. Now, following a decade as a referee, Graver returned for one more season, but he said the incident in Vienna crystallized a creeping realization. His days in the job were numbered. Now, check this point out. I said I would rather spend time on the weekends with my kids and with my wife than stand out here and be abused by these parents who kept his good word and hasn't been a referee in the past two years. It doesn't make sense. Eric Strickland and and those guys on their show – they talked about this a couple weeks ago. Parents have gone crazy. Fans have gone crazy. Now, we looked at the news just last night. The state of Nebraska is having a major shortage of referees in football. Now, they got 870 basketball refs. But football, these parents are like, I'm not dealing with this anymore. I'm sorry, the referees are not dealing with this more. Jay, what do we do about this shortage? You being a referee big time, what do we do?
4: You know, it's, it's, it's facts. It's a sad fact. But, you know, I think the big thing is for someone to get into officiating, it's not it's not desirable, right? It's not something that people really wanted to do. So why are you doing it?
0: Why would they do I'd it? I
4: do it for the love of the game. I would do it for free. I mean, I make money. I'm one of the few that actually makes money doing it uh, because I enjoy it and I work hard at it. Um, and it's a very small amount of money. Don't think I'm paying my bills with. Okay, with at But <laughs> well, would
3: you, know, what, you what, he roll to... up in a Porsche tonight? I think or ah, he's, he's got true. That was a Range not Rover true. out there. I think <laughs> not true.
0: Sitting on the Range <laughs> on rims. You, you have
4: to, you have to love the game. And quite honestly, here's how it works. Let me say, okay, Chris. So if I recruit you, and I say, hey, Chris, man, we really need some help this week. on the stripes and come down here with me and ref. If you agree. And I'm just recruiting my peers, people my age, right? And you come down there, throw on the stripes, it's your first time, you're kind of excited, like, hey, this might be kind of fun. And you go out there and you run into these parents who are at a 6th grade game or a 5th grade mm-hmm. game or a 3rd grade game, and they think they're at the Super Bowl and they're in your, they're in your ear or they think it's okay to, to yell at you and scream at you It's one thing when it's me. I've been doing it for 10 or 11, 12 years. I've got all the barriers up. I tune people out. I can listen to just about anything. But for a guy like you that's new, if a parent gets sideways or says something or does something and you're just trying to help out for 25 bucks, then you come home and you say, Gates, no thank you. I'm not coming back next week. Cause that dad got in my face in the parking lot or this fourth grade mom is screaming at me like her son's in the NBA and this is fourth grade basketball or football. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. And parents continue to think it's okay that most of the time that's where we learn, right? It doesn't matter if you're a high school kid and look like a high school kid refing Or if you're a grown man like I am that's been doing this for 20 years, you start with the youth leagues. Mm -hmm. All of us have. Cleet Blakeman, the Super Bowl referee in Omaha, started Mm -hmm. doing youth leagues. And if the parents can't handle youth, there's not many people that want to go and do Friday nights because it gets a little bit worse. Mm -hmm. And then Saturdays, it goes from not necessarily the parents, although because they're in the stands, right? It's the coaches. So, I mean, it thins us out. Like, not everyone is designed to have – I mean, I'll use – not everyone can handle a Bo Pelini in your ear, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That never happened. (laughs) Right? Come on, Jay, you're fabricating. Bo was never anybody's ear. That's why there's a shortage, (laughs) because we tolerate it. And and also, you know, I mean, from the officiating standpoint, I think there's a lot of officials who would come out and say, well, if you paid us more, there would be more people doing it. Right, I mean, there's not a lot of money in it. I mean, I don't know what people think, but you're not going to make money. So these guys are doing it, giving up their Friday nights or giving up their weekends, and they're losing money doing it, yeah. almost guaranteed. Even if they get a little 75 bucks or 100 bucks and a free piece of pizza after the game, they still had a four-hour drive with $5 worth of gas or $5-gallon gas in their car, and they gave up nine hours for an $80 paycheck. So it's not... It's not lucrative to recruit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and then uh, from the text line real quick, BJ chimes in here. He says... I'm, I miss uh, ref and ball during COVID when no one was allowed to come inside during kids' games. <laughs> <laughs> BJ, that?
0: my man, I feel you. I do not blame you. It was, it was probably a lot peaceful in there, man. It was just like a nice jog up and down the court of the field, whatever it was. BJ, great point. Great that is the
4: official who said it in his outside voice. What, he, what is he thinking inside? Because there's a lot of officials that. We're quite fine with the fans. Bring back COVID regulations, especially. <laughs> oh, no parents because people tolerate it, right? And and the moms will say, "Wow, he should know. That's holding. That's traveling." And it's, but no one wants to put on the stripes and come down there and do it. Oh, I it's promise. and you know
3: what's crazy? It's not even just the stripes. Like the last three years, I go down to Alabama as you know for Thanksgiving, but we go to the. Chili Bowl down in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And it's a big football mm. tournament that goes on there. They bring t- teams in from Atlanta and Bessemer, Alabama, home of Dwayne Harris. Just had to throw that in there. <laughs> so I'm down there, and they're about ready to start the game up, and they got no one to be on the chain gang. And okay, well, anybody want to be on the chain gang? Anyone want to be on the chain gang? And, you know, the the stands are – there's a couple yeah. hundred people there. And yeah. I'm like, wow. Well, all right, let's do it. You know, so I go down there on the chain gang down there and I'm, I'm laughing while I'm down. There. I'm going to a good time. You know, I, I got my phone out. I'm getting some good pictures. Right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm running it. But I'm thinking to myself, whatever you do, make sure you have the correct down. Because if you don't, these people on the stands are going to go nuts. Oh, they they go, take their, they take their ball serious down there. I So they were lighting you up on the chain gang? Oh, if you don't, if you're on the wrong down, if it's third down and you're still, you still got that puppy on second down, and you, sh- you should be lit up. I mean, I'm just as an official.
4: <laughs> I'm not even. I, I mean, you've I mean, got one job. I mean, you got one job, and you, you should be focused. But so I got struggling take, with the down. We know you're no, not. No, no, what Raf said though. He was on
3: his phone. Imagine that. was well, well, taking pictures. I was taking pictures and video. You know, I was like, I was using this, as, you know, to my advantage. So
4: I think any I think any wing official that's done football could tell you some chain game stories oh. about because they're 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 the dads who have been doing it for years and years and they have a great time and they're fans and, and they enjoy it and they usually do a pretty good job, but but sometimes they get caught up too much in the oh, game. Well they, they don't understand neutrality.
2: Right. Mm. So
4: they're like, Look, I'm here for Lincoln High and I'm gonna let Lincoln High know Wonderful. that first right? <laughs> down decisions from the chains you gotta shut them down
3: and what's crazy about it too is you see all this new technology coming out
0: mm-hmm.
3: and these chain gangs i was sitting down you know down in alabama or chattanooga and i'm looking down and i see the chain sort of curved a little bit probably that might be first in nine when they were measuring me- it oh it, it's i mean chains are old school i mean
4: it depends on the level. On the le- at my <laughs> level, no, we get them. They're at ten yards. We Mixed. check them twice. I mean, there's a practice. You checking now, the links to make sure they know yeah. add an extra but link there's by the whole squad. Yeah, but there's but he's absolutely there's right. ways the chains aren't cheap, and a lot of youth leagues and high schools yeah. can't afford yeah. multiple sets. They can't, yeah. and when they break, I mean, they do break. Right when they, <laughs> I mean, because the chain gain drops them, and if a player falls on them, right, I mean, they're not built, you know, to take a lot of abuse. Right. So when they break. Yeah, sometimes Put it you together. see duct tape, mm-hmm. and they go from ten yards to nine yards and ten inches, you know, whatever, yeah. um, mm. and that works. I mean, most fans in the stands oh, can't the tell. Deception. You know, no.
0: this is youth sports for heaven's sakes, ladies and gentlemen. We're taking links out of taking links out of chains. We're yeah. adding duct tape, welding extra pieces. Jay, let me ask you this, man. Yeah. I, I, I've, I've been blowing my mind with this, man. All these schools in the past month and a half have been to several schools, colleges, corporate, regardless. But in the schools, you always walk into a gymnasium or outside their football complex, and it's the, it's the fan's code of conduct.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you feel me, man? Can I get A, man? You see, you see where it says the fan's code of conduct? And I'm thinking, I've been to games where they broke every single rule, and it wasn't the student section. It was the booster club. They Come on, it. man!
4: And the funny thing is, they read it like they're saying, "Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls." They read it like the it's the tonight. Emancipation <laughs> of Proclamation. It's like it's the Constitution. Sportsmanship is a vital part of our game, tonight. <laughs> and we'd like to make sure that you appreciate your fans, your friends, and the officials. <laughs> you know, they go through that, and then
0: as soon as like that's holy, you know, and, and they, they go crazy.
4: Yeah, they immediately go
0: crazy. Quick little line to the. I want to get. I want to get to uh, the say to the text line. Folks, if you've experienced or if you've if you've seen a ref be berated or something like that, send us a text and give us a, a short example. Maybe we got to be on the radio so we can't say everything because the FCC. But if you had an instance to where you've seen a ref being berated by a parent, by a coach, or even by a player, heaven forbid, let us know on uh Honda Hotline, 402 5685 or Texas and Sardar Or if you're a
4: parent that likes to berate the refs, I want to hear from you, like, why do you think it's cool? Call in and be like, yeah, I'm that dad.
0: <laughs> please do. But please would... leave your name anonymous. Or, <laughs> <Yeah. I'll...
4: laughs> or if it's one of the moms. I'll be honest. The mom sections of a oh, lot yeah. of youth games. Really? The moms are mm-hmm. the worst. Now, they may be there to support their babies, but, <laughs> but I'm telling you, if they get fired up and they think they know the rules, the moms can be the most vocal at any youth game. Oh, yeah.
0: Would you say this, um, Jay, because we look at – we've seen a number – like I said, I was reading that article uh, from uh, that was out in Washington, and, um, and it says right here um, – Administrators contend that escalating verbal abuse is partially to blame for a dwindling referee pool in youth and high school sports. The fallout is crippling officiating bodies mired in deeply cutthroat sports culture, which it has become that, unfortunately, and one that often. Now, here's the key point: often holds amateur referees to a professional standard. How much training? Let's say I wanted to go ref right now. Let's say say YMCA coming up. What are the what are the procedures? What are the things? What what kind of the the things I would have to do? What are the steps to
4: do you? To do football here in Nebraska, you, you got to get certified. and that even, for, re- even for midget football? Uh, yeah, because midget football requires that you're uh, certified to do high school. Like, midget only uses high school officials. Okay. So you have to have the basics to work a Friday night game from the Nebraska Scholastic Activities Association, okay. or whatever it's called. So that requires that you pay your fee, you take the test, there's a test that you have, a rules test, and uh, you join an association and you get assigned okay. um, ball game. So you're not just going to walk out on the field and put on a jersey uh, to do even like, like I've, I've done the Lincoln Youth League the last several years um, just because I enjoy it and, right. and it's fun. But yeah, that's where you would start and that's what it would take. Uh, you take a test, you get certified, and then uh, you work with the right people who can get you out there to work the games and... You go, you go
0: work. I'm wondering, though, should there be a stricter policy and more re- 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 repercussions for fans and players that lose it on refs?
4: Well, players, yeah, players automatically. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I've had very, very – in my 12 years, 13 years of doing this, I've never had a problem with a player. Mm-hmm. I may say something to a player, and usually – I mean, players are the least of my concern. Right. Let's just say that. I Because they know they got something to lose. They don't want to be yeah, ejected yeah, and thrown out the game. Players are the ones, yes, sir, no, sir, because they've been told. Right? right. And they know they will be on the bench. Because all I have to do is go to the ref and say – or to the coach and say, Coach, 82 is uh, running
0: his mouth." But, CJ, what you just said, though. They don't do it because they've been told. But when the person that's been telling him not to do it is the main person doing it, including their parents, how do you handle that? Well, Because see, it's the coach may be saying, yeah, do as I say, but not as I'm told. Well, the coach is the one cussing you out from A to Z. But that's fine. We're all, as officials, we are all
4: designed and trained to talk to the head coach. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to do. Like it or not, that's our job, right? So no matter what that coach does or says, we need to listen to him. Respond and actually give him an intelligent answer about what's going on in the field. The players, his assistant coaches, were allowed to say anything, and tune those people out. I tell assistant coaches when I'm on the field all the time, or I'll tell the head coach, "I'm not. I'm not talking to your coordinator. He's off the hook tonight. It's, it's just it's, <laughs> you. Got it. it's just you. It's just you, right? He's so, off the hook tonight. Yeah, chime, chime, quiet your uh, coordinators down." I'm only listening to you and that, that gets their
1: attention. You've gotta hear this text message that yeah, came in. Uh oh. It's uh BJ again. He's got he's got the jokes tonight. I wanna see it. You... He says, being married, I like it when the moms go crazy and berate us. I don't listen to the wife at home, why would it listen on the court anyway?
4: <laughs> <laughs> that 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 is that is it's true. It's true. It's, true. it's a skill set and that... Jay's not going home tonight. <laughs> It's a skill set a that applies <laughs> very well in business and everything. Is you oh, get, BJ. You, BJ sounds like a very good official. <laughs> and he's like, "Look, I, you, because you have to, you have to have very thick skin oh, and man. be able to listen yeah,
1: to." The and wife. then uh, we also have a caller too. If you want to take it,
4: yes, absolutely, Girl, yeah, absolutely.
1: You're on 93.7 The ticket, go ahead.
5: Yeah, man, I was just calling to talk about uh, the crazy, the great, the crazy parents and the crazy fans.
1: Yeah, go for it. Uh, you got any like stories to tell, or what do you wanna? What do you man, wanna talk about?
5: Yeah, I was in, I was just in Kansas City. I put it on my Instagram. Man, I watched a uh, uh, ref. I watched the whole the whole other team jump the jump the ref. The players get the kick in. You know, it was crazy, man. Uh, it's on my Instagram, man. It's crazy.
0: BJ, you don't have to announce your Instagram online if you want to, but definitely shoot us a text with it because we wouldn't mind seeing that footage. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, definitely, I will for sure. Yeah, send that to uh, the we slaughter him text line. Gym's videos, sporting, shooting gems sports videos. But yeah, man, it it's about ten videos down. It's the uh, uh, Kansas is in a Kansas City tournament. Is T and E eighth grade? Eighth and we grade down there, we were slaughtering the team. We had already beat them by like thirty points. And then, so you know, they was already hyped up. It was tied at halftime, and you know, it was real tense in there. But then, you know, once the uh, my my son scored, and he rolled the ball to the other to the to the other team, and that coach went nuts, man. You'll see the video, man. So then the coach, you know, he tried to stop the game, and then the ref was like, "Hey, man, you know, get off the court." And then, you know, it just shit. Yeah, the ref the, the ref just ended up punching him. The ref, the whole, the whole crowd ended up jumping on the ref, and That's wow. pretty nuts. So the ref punched the coach. Yeah, the ref ended up punching the coach first. Oh yeah. snap! But if you was, if you, if you would have felt the energy from the whole, the whole time, man, the coach was just, he was just out of pocket the whole time, man. Like, <laughs> I, I probably would have did the same thing if I was the ref, <laughs> <seriously>. <laughs>
4: See, and that's the other thing is, some, that's how you find out whether you're meant for officiating. That that guy might have. Uh, you know, he might have found out, you know what, there's a line. And he crossed that line, I have to say. I mean, there's plenty of times where I felt like, hey, man, that's disrespect. Say it again. Say it again, coach. Say it again. <laughs> right? Yeah. But in your mind, you got to say, do you want to repeat that, coach? Would you like to call a timeout? You know, I can, we can talk about this, coach. Can you repeat that? If you can't do that and you get – because throwing blows, unfortunately, won't end your officiating career. So, um, he's probably done. Uh, but at least he learned that he's not cut out for this. I long mean,
5: term. you know, he repped the whole rest of the game, man. He repped the whole rest of the day. We see
4: him later on, man. I mean, it
5: was it was crazy, man. Y'all just well, there is a
0: the shortage. So they yeah,
1: we're running out of time here. We'll have to check that out on break. But no, I appreciate the call, BJ. That, thank you much, man. D- Thanks,
0: making man. sure you send that to us, BJ. Don't be a stranger, brother.
1: Uh, yeah, we'll throw out the break here. This is riffing with Raff and AD. We got Jay Gates here, Aaron Davis, and Chris Raff. Uh We got to pay some bills here. We'll be back in a little bit, so stay tuned in right here at the ticket. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School and the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0.
2: Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan.
0: Those who look at the new technologies and changes swirling around them and wonder what's possible. And those who use cloud to engineer their possible. Generating new revenue, advancing processes, and sparking cultures of innovation. Learn more about what separates these cloud innovators. Download Closing the Cloud Strategy, Technology, and Innovation Gap at deloitte.com us slash cloud survey.